Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Why, where we try to get behind the why of the things that are happening in the headlines today. So, but before we do any of that, mm -hmm. what we'd like you to do is go hit that subscribe, hit the like, yes. and then when you get through doing this, all that good stuff, share it. We're going to be talking today about HR1. What's dun, it called? Dun, dun. For the people. Dun, dun, dun. For the people. For the people. For the people. For the people's act. Something by like the people. By the people. Not of by the people. Mm. Well, it's supposed to be. HR1, coming up on Behind the Why. Well, let's talk about HR1. Let's mm -hmm. get into this. What are you, first of all, what do you know about HR1? Wait, ask me again. <laughs> I got nervous. Okay, pause. HR1. Yes, HR1. Okay, they're trying to, I'm asking you, this is not for the show, right? You paused it, right? Okay, HR1, because I'm kind of confused. After reading that, I'm kind of like, do I not understand what it is? So let's because have that according discussion. according to, like, I was listening to Alan Stuckey's thing about it, and basically they're trying to like. No, no, don't waste this. Let's have the conversation. I don't know what it is. Well, you know what you know, so let's I have the conversation. I don't know a lot. Let's have the conversation. I, I don't like to get put out misinformation. You were having a conversation. <laughs> All right. So, HR1. Mm -hmm. Tell me, what do you know about HR1? Because I'm going to guess yeah. that you know about as much about HR1 as the average person. <laughs> I mean, pro okay. maybe it'll, probably like about the average person. Because I've, I've heard a few things about it. You have a sparkle okay. on your lip, just so you know. That's because I'm so sweet. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. No, there's that. <laughs> um, my understanding is it's basically a complete overhaul on the way we manage voting right. in the United States. Right. Um, now, that's what I've been hearing for a while, right? And mm -hmm. I'm kind of like, yeah, okay, what, what's it about? So I, I did um, do a little bit of research to be a little bit more informed, but I still feel like I don't entirely know all okay. about it. Okay. Um, other than... It's going to completely change. Basically, what happened in the 2020 election with all the mail-in voting mm -hmm, ridiculousness, mm -hmm. right? Um, I know under with HR1, it's going to make that more of a norm in the you sense see, of go ahead, go ahead, not go ahead, having... Go ahead. Um, taking the control that we have as the people to vote, mm -hmm. really taking away from the state level more to the federal level, is my understanding. Okay. And okay. so... Um, what I, I would say you know more than the average person. Okay. Because if Maybe. I was to ask the average person, what do you know about HR1? They'd be like, it has an H, an R, and a 1. Right. What does it stand for? Is that a car? <laughs> you know, so yeah. what we're looking at here is, guys, it's, it's, it's the idea that is America. Mm -hmm. This is what we got to understand. This is the thing that I'm trying to ring the bell about, and, and I'm trying to get this, this word out to as many people as I can who will actually hear. I'm reminded of uh, the words of our Lord when he said, he that hath an ear hear. to hear what the Spirit is saying, let, let him hear mm -hmm. it. And so that's what I'm trying to get the word out. Uh, because we're in the midst of a change, a real change mm -hmm. is happening in America. I, I think back to, uh, I was listening to some James Cleveland, some classic James Cleveland earlier. It made me think of the song, It's Gonna Rain. It's gonna rain. It's gonna rain. Better get ready. I don't think I know that one. Yeah, How do I not know mind. that? See, God told Noah, told him by the rainbow sign, said, it won't be water, but fire next time. <laughs> so 
You know, I think about <laughs> I think about Noah preaching the gospel for 120 mm. years to an audience of people who did not hear. Mm. And you know, we we tell those stories, we think about those stories, and and we we they pass so easily off of our lips. But when we think of them in the in the light of human tragedy, you think of the how many millions of people uh, were on the face of the earth at the time of Noah, mm -hmm. and eight people survived. Right. Not because provision wasn't made, mm -mm. not because they weren't warned, not because they weren't told, but because, as Jesus would say later in the Gospels, men love darkness more than they love light. Because their deeds are evil. Because their That's deeds are evil. Right. They liked the lifestyle they were living in. Mm -hmm. And like the average person, I would guarantee you that the average person was just trying to get along, go along and get along, do every day, just do it every day, do it every day, do it every day. Mm -hmm. However, uh, the, the decree was made, judgment had been set, and the date had been appointed, although the people didn't know it. The right. date had been appointed. And there came a day when the flood waters came. The, the windows of heaven broke open, the, the fountains of the deep broke forth, and the world was flooded. And there was millions of people, children, mm -hmm. babies, pregnant women, old women, old men, dead. Why? Because they didn't heed the warnings. Right. And I'm not the only one saying this, so I'm not trying to say like I'm some kind of prophet, old oh, to blow the shofar. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm just looking at the signs of the times and mm -hmm. saying, we need to get ready because they are, uh, when I say they, I mean the elites again, right. are playing a very serious game in America. They are changing the foundation uh, of who we are. They have attacked again, as we know, we talked about this before, um, the, uh, the right to bear arms. Mm -hmm. They're working really hard to make sure that the American people are without weapons, and that's because they want to have the weapons. I mean, that's I, I'm not saying anything that's that shouldn't be. I'm not saying anything that should be like, oh my gosh, I never heard that before. Uh, uh, that's just the truth. You look through human history, you see every government before it turns tyrannical, it has to disarm its population. First, it has to to lull the population into this sense of peace. That, oh, well, everything's taken care of, everything's place. provided. We have mm -hmm. to get them to the point where they stop thinking for themselves, mm -hmm. start start depending on a central point, a point of power. If you want to check me out on this, just look, I mean, one of the most recent histories, look at the history of of uh, Germany. I, uh, I, I was, More recent than that, um, I, Venezuela. Venezuela. Right? I looked down here, I was looking at that back in the, uh, what's the Cuba? guy, Pele, the, the soccer player. I was looking at a documentary on his life and... What happened down there in, uh, in not, yeah, Brazil, where he was from, and how when the the the, the, uh, the tyrannical government came in place and this guy took over and became the voice of the law, and you see all these things happen and they just repeat themselves, repeat themselves, repeat themselves, and we all have the saying: those who do not learn the lessons of history are doomed. What to repeat it? To repeat them. That becomes an axiom because we've seen it repeated over and over in mm -hmm. human history, and so here we come back to HR one where we have this this whole law here that's being pushed by the uh, the liberal wing, the elite wing, the liberals and the elites in Congress on both sides of the aisle, but pushed by the left side at this time uh, to refashion the electoral college, the, 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 the vote. They even threatened to come after the electoral college, but, but in H.R. 1, as we're mm -hmm. looking at today, they want to restructure the entire voting structure for America. They want to restructure it. They want to make mm -hmm. it federalized. Now, what is it that makes the United States of America unique? Can you tell me? Um, I mean, well, many, many things. I mean, on but the one government thing, level. we're looking at government, I mean, the fact that we have our idea of federalism where you have your national government or right. state government, right? So 
we have this sense of we had <laughs> we we still have it we're fighting for it we're fighting the sense for of it. accountability that's to be mm -hmm. had right where mm -hmm. there are certain states that are certain states sorry certain powers the states have right states that rights. the national um, government should Shall not infringe, not infringe upon. upon all right and so there's things like that where I'm like ooh this this is the battle that we see happening mm -hmm. um. That's how, yeah. And more and state, more of that uh, power is trying to be right sucked now. out of the state right. and, and, and centralized in, in the federal government. Mm -hmm. And the danger with that is, is that now you have one voice dictating mm -hmm. to the whole country what it's supposed to be. Right. And the problem with that is, I mean, life in Iowa versus like a small town in Iowa or, you know, the, the Midwest versus... LA. It's going to be completely, completely different. different. Completely different. Completely so different. That's also the problem if you hadn't figured it out. That's also the problem with destroying the Electoral College. Right. Because if you destroy the Electoral College, you're going to have California, New York, Florida, maybe Pennsylvania that's going to be having a voice in what happens in this country. Mm -hmm. And the rest of us would be like, I don't like it. Shut up, you overruled. It, we right. won't have a voice because mm -hmm. it would be popular vote. Mm -hmm. And that brings us back to this whole issue of HR1, right. this popular vote, where they totally want to restructure the vote. You know, one of the things that, and you look it up, and we'll put a link on it for you, but one of the things they want to do in HR1, and, and again, I'm talking to everybody who voted for President Biden because this is what you asked for. Mm -hmm. And I say that because I want you to understand that the elites are, are, are using you to establish their rule. Mm -hmm. I know that the average person that I know who voted for Joe Biden don't personally agree with the things that he's doing. Right. But they still voted for him and they still support him as a candidate because they are loyal Democrats. Mm -hmm. So, but the individual, and this, there's a disconnect because the individual don't agree with what he's doing, mm -hmm. but yet they empower him to do it. Right. And sense. it doesn't make sense, but this is what happens. And so when we see this, now we find that HR1 is coming in, they want to uh, come back, they want, they want to take that power from the state. Mm -hmm. Take it from the state. If this thing goes federal where they want to do it, uh, this HR1 will then put the law and the power in the federal government and they will overrule state's law as far as balloting is concerned. Mm -hmm. For instance, what I mean by that is this. For, for years now, we've been hearing how Democrats are saying that to have voter registration is is somehow racist. To have a voter ID. It's somehow racist. Well, like, how's that racist? You know, but I, I, I had to laugh because as soon as this COVID shot came up, the state of ID came up with, uh, state of New York came up with this, you had to have this COVID ID. So how is that not racist? Right. So this is what mm -hmm. I'm saying. You, you, when you stop and you mm -hmm. listen to what they're saying and don't just emote, you begin to realize that they, they're playing a game with us mm -hmm. because they don't care about the individual. Mm -hmm. They're trying to structure their right. plan. So go ahead. I, one thing just came to my mind. So like, I think we can definitely see this battle uh, is taking place because even just I think the other day, mm -hmm. uh, Governor Kemp yes. of um, Georgia, or Georgia, Florida. Florida, Florida, Florida. I think Kemp is Florida. Oh, my brain's like frying all of a sudden. I just yeah, read it. It's, it's, Florida. it's Georgia. I thought it was Georgia. I think it's Georgia. Okay. I'll take. Anyways, it sorry, <laughs> but he signed a bill basically, kind of going against this HR one, like requiring oh. um, voter ID. Mm -hmm. in the state of Georgia because they want to prevent what happened in 2020 to happen again. And then, of course, there's a ton of backlash about it, Big saying push. this is about all about voter suppression. I'm like, nah. How is it voter suppression if you're getting an ID? Right. I, that, 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 that very argument is nonsensical. Right. And once they get you over into that emotional stage mm -hmm. where you start to talk in stupid, they, they can just get you. Again, it's mm -hmm. the whole analogy again, chess and checkers. Right. They get you arguing about what's shuffling down here on the board, 
and they're moving things up here. That's been the, the problem, honestly, for this whole past election cycle. Yes. The problem has been the, this playing with emotions. Yes. And then people letting that happen and responding to it in an emotional way. Getting all upset and, and um, crazy about stuff they don't know the details right, of, like, <laughs> but still passionately upset about even it. Even the whole uh, evangelicals for Biden. Oh, God. That whole thing. Now, <laughs> you know, they wrote their open letter complaining, yeah. you know, about, oh, my gosh, we can't believe Joe Biden actually supporting abortion. I'm going to have to go on the line and just call, you know, malarkey on that. For real? I think the leadership of the evangelicals for uh, for Biden knew exactly what they 100%. were doing. They played the string and they had, they divided the, what they call the Christian vote mm-hmm. to get a large number of the evangelicals to vote for Biden because mm-hmm. they voted in, in a mass for right. uh, Trump last time. Right. These guys didn't they weren't deceived. No. They were not deceived. But they there are people exactly who... Align the, themselves the people on the ground, receiving, yes, you know? the people on the ground were, and then they have these emotional responses mm-hmm. to things. The leadership knew exactly what they were doing. Huh, of course, remember right. chess. Oh yeah, the leadership is chess. Down here in the ground, grandma and granddaddy at home going, "I'm going to stay with these guys because they know what they're doing." No, and I was like, "No, they're playing checkers," you right. know, and they get swooped on. Mm-hmm. And so we see that another thing they were talking about doing with this HR one is is that they want to do ballot harvesting. Right now, ballot harvesting in in the simplest term is that you take one or two people. You go into a place like a nursing home or somewhere like that, mm-hmm. and you get to take the ballot around to everybody. Oh, you can't write? Let me help you out with that. And so you got all these people filling out ballots for other people, and mm-hmm. there's no checks and balances on it. Right. Now, if you say, well, there's always checks and balances, I will remind you to look back at the 2020 election, okay? That's all I got to say about that. that. There's no checks and balances. Mm-hmm. They're just fraud and it's push. And mm-hmm. when I say fraud, I mean lying people, mm-hmm. okay? Lying people. That's why we have to have checks and balances, guys. It is in the evil of man's heart mm-hmm. to lie. You know, Jesus said of Satan, he was a liar from the beginning. You do the works of your father. Right. You know, you know your people, okay? You know what family you're in. I'm just saying <laughs> that. Uh, so we look at this. I mean, ballot harvesting. And another thing we're looking at here, they're pushing forward to authorize millions of illegal immigrants to vote. I was listening to some uh, uh, some conversation today by... Uh, Ted Cruz from Texas, mm-hmm. again, representative, uh, uh, what's his name with the patch? Uh, Crenshaw. Crenshaw, Dan Crenshaw. You know, just on the floor pleading with the Democrats to to restrict legal voting to citizens. This shouldn't even be controversial. It Why? shouldn't even be a debate, well, honestly. Think about this now. People, all you guys who voted Democrat, think about this. I want you to honestly, and if you have an answer to this, please, I would really love to hear it in the comments, please, because this makes no sense to me. Why are our elected officials, or your elected officials, well, all of our elected officials, the ones you voted for, why are they in Congress right now resisting the law or to establish this law that only U.S. citizens can vote in U.S. elections? Why do, why is it that the Democrats want illegal immigrants Mm -hmm. to vote? It doesn't make any sense. I mean, try, please, pack up your little bag, go over to Russia and try to vote. They won't let you. Go go to Israel and try to vote. <laughs> go, to, go to China. Go to Mexico and try to Actually, vote. China, they will look at you like you're stupid. 100%. They will look at like, you you can't vote in this country. You're not a citizen. Yeah, what are you doing here? What? It just, it makes no sense. But yet, these people, they're, they're, they're arguing for this. They, they're like, no, we they need to vote. It's like, they're here, first of all, they're not citizens. Mm-hmm. Secondly of all, they're illegally in the country. 
So they're already violating the law. And now you want them to vote. And so if you have an American citizen who wants, uh, for instance, to stop a certain action, mm -hmm. you have a, an illegal immigrant who wants the certain action, the citizen's voice right. is canceled out by a non-citizen. Mm -hmm. Please, somebody who, is, who's, who, who, who understands this, please explain this to me. Because this is what this leadership, this, this, this party is doing now, this administration is doing now. They're trying to push and legitimize illegal aliens to vote. San Francisco already has illegal aliens voting mm -hmm. in their city elections. What sense does that make? Well, you know what's sad about this? Well, I've that's heard, Pelosi's home. That's what's sad about that it. That is what's sad about it. That's I mean, one that's thing that's Pelosi. sad. Pelosi, Speaker no, but, of the House. <laughs> but what's sad is like, it's going back to this chess versus checkers thing, mm -hmm. okay? Because I've heard several several representatives um, and other people too, different like leaders in like churches, whatever, who have visited the border. Uh-huh. And they say there is a crisis. Oh, that's a crisis there now. Is, there's a crisis. That's a real you know, crisis and, and now. And it's terrible. But then uh, I heard this one representative. I forget his name. I don't know about you right now. Um, but what he said was that, you know, he's a Christian. He's a believer. Mm -hmm. And he said, for example, he said, if, if someone dropped a baby off at your front door, mm -hmm. as a believer, you would do everything in your power to take care of that child. Right. But then also to fix the system and the problems that led to that. Right. He said the problem with the, with the Democrats are doing right now, it's not just Democrats, Republicans do that right. system, okay, that elitist system. Mm -hmm. The problem is they're pulling on the emotional strings of people, all these poor kids and everything, but it's, but, but, not, but their solutions yeah. are actually making it worse yeah. for these people who are Because they don't have a solution. Because the people coming in from the border, some of them are kids being sex trafficked, yeah. there's drugs coming in, that's mm -hmm. a terrible situation. So instead of trying to fix that problem, they're not. They use they use they, they use that as like they leverage it to get that, the vote from Trump. Yeah. Because I mean, right now, what's his name? Not uh, not Mitch McConnell. What's the guy? The single guy, Graham, Lindsey Graham. Graham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eighteen congressmen went down to the border to take a tour. Mm -hmm. They got down to the border, and the Biden administration blocked them. Wouldn't let them. Go. You can't go in and view this. With reporters. Now, come on now. <laughs> you you have got to be willing to wake up and see what's happening. Mm -hmm. Why is it the government is now blocking the the, the, <laughs> the the press from going down to the border to see this situation at the border <laughs> that they say they got under control? If it's so darn well, they're doing so good, then why is it that they won't let transparency happen? Here's what makes it me like laugh. I, I laugh, but it's not funny. Okay, mm. but I laugh. Sometimes you at laugh it. because there's nothing else exactly. to do. Exactly, but but when President Trump was still our president, mm -hmm. all these people are like, "He's not transparent." He's not. I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" The man had press conferences all people the time. Lived at the border, like Jim Acosta walking down there proving him, proving how stupid he was. I was like, "Here, <laughs> Biden just had a press conference." Like, a pre you might know, no, okay. okay. For the record, that was not a press conference. That was President Biden reading the script as best he could and dodging questions from the press. Uh, the the if you don't believe me, just go watch it. Just watch it. You know, I'm gonna say this, guys. I'm gonna say this because I know. Just all all tickles and grins aside, pray for President Biden. The man is not well. True. I I, I don't know what's wrong with him. Pray for him. The Bible commands us as Christians mm -hmm. to pray for our leaders. So pray for uh, President Biden. I don't want to see our president stumble and fall on steps. I don't want to see him you know, making gaffes on TV because he's representing the nation mm -hmm. and other nations see that. And and more so than that, 
You know, he's a person. He's a man for whom Christ died. So we don't want to see him fail. That's not, we're not about that. But I am about seeing this country succeed. Right. And so we come back to that. And under his leadership and what we're seeing now, guys, it really, uh, it tempts my heart to be afraid for the next three years, mm -hmm. uh, 10 months or nine months because of what they're doing. They're, mm -hmm. They are totally running ramshot mm. over yeah. the law. They accuse President Trump of, of ruling like a dictator, but nobody's talking about the fact that that's exactly what President Biden is doing. He is dictating with his pen. He is writing executive order after executive order after executive order. He's not even bothered trying to go through Congress. He's not even bothered trying to get the checks and balance of the, of the legislature versus with the judiciary. He's not doing any of that. Mm -hmm. He just said, this is what I want, and by golly, I'm president. I'll make it happen. Right. It's like that Santa Claus movie when the Tim, Tim, what's his name? Tim, um, Tim, Allen. Tim Allen gets the, the mechanical one. Yes, yes. I'm yes. Santa Claus. Santa Claus you know? too. <laughs> yeah, I'm Santa Claus. Honestly though. It's just that, it's, that's what he's doing. He well, just, and he's like, like, everybody gets cold. I think everyone knows this, at least seems like it. I mean, he's like a, he's a puppet. There's a, seems it seems to be, like it. Like there's a lot of you know, evil things going on. I'm like, I don't know if he's as like. You know, all I can say I is know. this, is that. I don't know. It's and I don't know. I don't read another man's mind. I don't know right, it's hard. Don't have that but ability. I'm looking at this. This was a well orchestrated play. That's what I'm saying. It's That's very why I call it chess. Mm -hmm. When I see it, they're playing chess and they try to get us arguing about checkers. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's a they're they're playing a game that they don't want us to play. But when you think about it, that's the way it's always been with elites. There's always been this sense of that we have the right to say and do and live the way we want. Mm -hmm. You do what you do and just keep doing that as long as you keep me in power. You know, it's the whole let them eat cake thing all over again. Uh, it just doesn't make sense. The things that they do don't make sense. I mean, again, uh, federalizing the Voter Right Act when uh, voters, uh, the legislature, not, I can't think of my words now, the, the whole voting registration and, and voting procedure, taking the power out of the state where the vote takes place, taking the mm -hmm. power away from the people in the community where you live. And the other thing they want to do here, this is just bizarre. And this was in, uh, uh, oh, what was the name? What was, I, I wrote it down earlier. Let me check my notes because this is interesting because this has come back up again as uh, Georgia versus Ashcroft. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a, a, an argument that's been resurfacing again. That was a couple of years ago. But this whole <laughs> thing now with this HR1, what they want to do is what they call, uh, it's, it's, it's redistricting. Redistrict, Coalition district, district, I can't even talk. <laughs> Districts? Districting. Districting. Yeah, coalition districting. So what they do is they arrange the districts so that the people in that district automatically have a majority. And so mm -hmm. they would always get what they want as far as their leadership. They could vote for their people. It's a way to guarantee that certain people are voted in over and over and over and over mm -hmm. and over again. And it's done in the guise of saying, we want to make sure that the black vote is represented. So basically the district lines that they're drawing? Yeah, so they'll okay. draw a district line right around the black community right. so that that community then always gets the vote. So if you happen to live in this community, let's say, and there's 55% of the vote is black and the 45% is other, then the black vote will always dominate that regardless because mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what everybody else vote, how they vote, it doesn't matter. Even if the other people get a, a, get a, a better share, it mm -hmm. doesn't matter because the district itself will, will dominate that. And that's a very rudimentary explanation mm -hmm. of uh, coalition districting, but that's you, you get the idea. It's manipulating again the vote so that they can control who gets in power and who doesn't. 
And it's it it when you think about it, if you if you allow yourself to think about it, you should get that sense of wow. Mm-hmm. I mean that I I I don't know what they even liken that to. Somebody walking up in your house, spinning your face, and then taking your dinner, and then gonna kiss your wife and tell you 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 better like it. I mean I don't only, I just don't I don't understand this that these mm-hmm. people are coming in here and they're saying we're gonna change America to look the way we want it to look. Mm-hmm regardless of what you think. And the part that scares me or concerns me is the complicity. Complicity. Right. I can't talk tonight. Compli- <coughs> How complicit, complicit the, the American church is. Right. Because like I said, I've talked to people, and I literally, I say this, I've talked to people from California uh, to the East Coast, North and South, mm-hmm. where I their opinions are, no, we're, we're not for abortion. Mm-hmm. But yet no, they vote for it time we, and time. We're, 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 not, we're not for having nine and ten year old kids getting gender sex change operations without having it, and their parents not having a right to say or do anything about it. Uh, we're, we're not, and they, they, uh, we're not for taking guns from people, but yet they voted for the people who told them up front that they would do this. Or the people who say, "Oh, they can take the guns out of my cold dead hands," and it's like you still voted for them and they're going to take your guns you know, out of your cold dead like, hands. Do you think that's a problem? <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a problem. I mean, I, I go back to Germany again because just of the, the record of the history is so mm. profound because of how it, it affected the whole world. It drew us into a world war. And that is, you know, you look at the, the way uh, that hit the Hitler and the socialist, German socialist regime, how they structured the events, you know, from the, the night of fire when the, the, uh, Congress building burned down, and, mm-hmm. and they all they had to do was other one group, just right. other the group, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden that group became uh, a targeted. And then the night of broken glass, where they went in and they authored, hey, that other group, they have stuff that you don't have, and you should have it. Somehow they, even though they worked for it, even though they strove for it, mm-hmm. they got Jewish privilege, so go take it back. And so they go in and broke down shops and everything else, and and then the people who stood up and said, you know what? I've known this guy my whole life. I'm going to shop in his store. They got beat up. Drug out the store and got beat up. And what happened to the law? I didn't see anything. And so this is what we're talking mm-hmm. about. And and the the the, the and El- Sir Edwin Burke, I finally got the quote right. All that's good, all that's necessary for evil to triumph is for good people to do nothing. Right. And that's not good intentions. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of Christians sit back on their blessed assurance yeah. doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And, and this is what we're talking about. We're talking about getting involved in doing something. So first of all, you've got to educate yourself. Right. Educate yourself what's really going on. I, I think that's that's a really important thing. Because I know for me, <laughs> I was really discouraged after the election. Knowing mm-hmm. like God's in control, of course. I'm just mm-hmm. like, man, like this really sucks. Mm-hmm. Because I was really thinking Trump was going to win. Yes. I really did. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was best for the country. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was best for it then. I, I, yeah. I thought he would just been... And like, so, that, with the happen. results that we have, and mm-hmm. just what's happening in our nation, some of it's just so overwhelming, where I'm kind of like, oh, I just don't care anymore. Like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear about the evil that you're doing. I don't want to hear anything. But I think what you're saying is so true. We have to stay educated. Yes. We have to, because, number one, you need to know what's happening, so you yeah. know how to how to fight against it, mm-hmm. too, you mm-hmm. know, because mm-hmm. I think it's so true. We, we have the best intentions, but if we do nothing... Good intentions mean that's, nothing. As we look at, since the election, gas prices have gone up, jobs have disappeared, Mm -hmm. uh, going back overseas again. Deficit, deficits climbing. climbing, uh, They're talking about restructuring the the economic system. Just get President Trump and use his system because his system was working really good. It was working good. Use one that worked. Uh, But all this 
this this voodoo <coughs> economics they're doing, and and uh, all it means is their cronies get richer and richer, and we get more and more dependent on the government. Mm-hmm. You know, and sooner or later, it's like it's like a real estate bubble. Sooner or later, it has to break. Right. And if it breaks bad, then we're gonna lose. I mean, we're all gonna lose. I mean, look at Germany when it broke. Everybody in Germany lost. It wasn't mm-hmm. just Hitler and his group, but even the people who were not Nazis, they still suffered. <laughs> and so we just, yeah. we, we got, especially the church, the mm-hmm. church has got to wake up. And if you are a Christian, you know, it's funny because Antioch was the first place where people were called Christians. And it was used like a slur, like calling somebody, you know, uh, the N-word or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was not a compliment. And it was intended to say, oh, those people want to act like Jesus. They're Christians. They're Christ-like. They're acting like Jesus. And so as as believers of the way that they embrace the idea, yeah, we are trying to act like Jesus. So they owned it. And so if you are a Christian, and which means you are to live like Christ, you cannot disengage your Christianity from your politics. You cannot disengage Christianity from your ethnicity. I'm sorry, the Bible's very clear on this. Mm-hmm. There is, a, of, of, of the two people, Hebrew, I'm sorry, uh, Jew and non-Jew, that God saw, he said, I'm, of the two, I made one. Ephesians chapter two, mm-hmm. I made one people. God doesn't see all this race and skin and stuff. And so as a Christian, you have to see the world the way God does. God's not calling you uh, to teach him how to see the world the way you do. You are to see the world the way he does. So when I see a, 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 a fellow believer, it doesn't matter what color he is. If I see a person who's an unbeliever, it doesn't matter what color he is. The Bible tells me how to react and how to deal with that individual. So we as Christians have got to get above this uh, identity politics, right. uh, this, uh, this victimization. Because if you say that you are a Christian, then you are not a victim. Mm-hmm. You're not a victim. Uh, you're in Christ. Uh, he, uh, go back to Ephesians chapter 1. You see in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Right. Your position is exalted today. You need to start living in Christ. And I'm not talking about that stupid naming and claiming junk. I'm not talking about that. Mm-mm. I'm talking about living in holiness and righteousness and sanctification. Right. And so, yes, it matters how you talk. Yes, it matters how you act. Mm-hmm. It matters how you dress. All those things matter because you're not trying to dress like this or that. You want to be pleasing in God's sight. And so this HR1, and, and as we talked about last time with this gun control, this is... Think, guys, this is just the first three months. This is not two and a half years into this administration. Mm-hmm. They're pushing this hard in the first three months. And this is what we know about. Right. And so my admonishment to you, get behind the why. Don't just be so easy. I was, mm-hmm. I'm going to say this and we'll get off this because we get getting toward the end. I was reading a discussion online and they were talking about uh, illegal immigrants and this is coming out of the black church and one guy said uh, you know what the problem with this country is it's not illegal immigrants and another guy hit on there and said you know who it is response white folk you said it it's the white folk I'm like you're playing checkers <laughs> you're that's playing a, that's checkers. embarrassing you're playing checkers you're sitting here arguing about white folk is the problem you can't even look at the obvious because you're so engaged in the illusion Mm -hmm. that you cannot see the obvious that millions of people flood into your country unregistered unidentified is a problem all those people who say they should let illegal immigrants in the house 
will not let somebody walk into their house. Will not let some. They all probably have a security system. Will on their not house. let somebody unknown just walk up in their house anytime when they want to. Mm -hmm. Lay down in their bedroom or deliver. you wouldn't do it. And, and people who say they are just lying. They just flat out lying. You wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Even uh, the homeless shelters have regulations. <laughs> yeah, they do. You know what I'm saying? They have regulations. You don't just bust up in there any kind of way you want. They have regulations. So all these people talking about illegal immigrants not the problem. You're just lying because you want to support your position. Mm -hmm. And that's a very bad look on a Christian. That's a very bad look on a Christian. Mm -hmm. You got duality going in. It's a bad thing. Jesus said, you have your father the devil. He was a liar from the beginning. So it ain't no wonder that he's still lying. So if you're living on a lie, you might go back to what Paul said in 1 Corinthians. I'm 2 Corinthians, I'm sorry. I think 2 Corinthians 15. I'll have to check my reference. But he said, you should check yourself. Before you wreck yourself. Lest you be a reprobate. <laughs> check yourself. He said, what, you what, what, what unity does light have with darkness? It doesn't. It when all this stuff not. coming down, all this stuff coming down, mm -hmm. you know, people going to do what people going to do. But I'm talking to the Christian now is that you have got to wake up and, and, and understand the, the elected officials in your area. You got to hold them accountable. Mm -hmm. You got to hold them accountable. You got you to gotta stand up. You got to pray first. And then, then, then just don't get sucked into the emotional arguments. Right. Ask the question why. Because you got to get behind the why. Have to. Got to do it. So, you know, just like a bunny hill, right? Let's get off this thing. Let's <laughs> <laughs> end on a positive note. You got something positive? What's, that? What's happening? What's happening? Give me something positive. I'm trying to think of something positive. Because it's like uh, kind of depressing. I mean, Jesus is king. Wait, That's wait here's positive. He's coming back. Again, yes, he is for me, just like he said he would. See, that's where the choir would come in, like just he like he said he would. He's coming back again. So, guys, that's the positive thing. Jesus is coming back, and that's gonna be a day of accountability. And for me, it's gonna be a glory, hallelujah kind of day. I'm kind of looking forward to it. Me too. But until then, the word from God is to occupy until he comes. So Get behind the why, y'all. Mm -hmm. Find out what's happening in your neck of the woods and be the guy playing chess, not playing checkers. Yes. Until then. <laughs> All Ooh, right. We're out. Peace.